Hi listener, welcome to the episode 3 of Digging Up History. In the last episode, we talked about how the Führer, Hitler, stood out from the crowd to become an icon and to leave his track in the history of our world. December 28, 1946. It's been a while since the last time I wrote something in here, and also a year since the Cold War started. I think it would be a good idea to write some context about it. Okay, so, the Cold War began last year June because of tensions between the two superpowers at the end of the World War II. The ideological conflict between both the United States and the USSR, the emergence of nuclear weapons, and of course, the fear of communism in the US. The Iron Curtain came in, dividing Europe into two different areas at the end of the World War II, containing them within limits. I strongly believe the Cold War began during the World War II because even though the US and the Soviet Union fought together as a part of the Axis, their relationship was tense. August 17, 1953 To keep up, the math strategy is actually math. It consists in allowing two or more opposing nations to destroy each other with nuclear weapons, basically. I don't get it why this was thought to be a kind of good idea. The Cold War is based in two superpowers, America and the Soviet Union, who have intervened with regions in Asia, Africa and Latin America. Of course, I wish there would be no war, racism and no danger for any region in the world, but Africa is the place that worries me the most because the son of my deceased best friend, who I can call a son of my own, is back there alone. He had me for several years when he was a young boy, but I was sent here again. I could watch him grow for years, and that gives me a little bit of calm. But thinking about him now, a grown man, being alone is a feeling I can take. Oh, what would it be to live in a non-third world country? I bet it's a better experience to be a part of a well-developed than of the common designated ones. March 22, 1960. Guess where I am now? I'm back home. There's no better feeling than knowing that I am now secure with Nelson in a home. All I can say is thank you. Just thank you. So, those were the last words he wrote in his journal, which was beside him in every adventure and thought he had. We received some documents that say that him together with Nelson moved to the US with hope of things getting better, but he got arrested by some racist policemen. I mean, 
I can't imagine what he felt. Everything he did had no importance at all. They didn't care and just arrested him. And we also have a really astonishing fact about the story of this man with the kid who considered him his paternal image. It turns out that when Jamba got arrested, Nelson felt in need of justice and disability of not being able to do something about what happened to Jamba. Jamba died in jail, and that only made Nelson hungrier for change. He dived deeper into law, human rights, and justice, and eventually ended up being the first black head of state in South Africa, as well as the first elected in a fully representative democratic election. He focused his government in dismantling the legacy of apartheid by fostering racial reconciliation and tackling institutionalized racism. Everything he and his family went through only molded the person who is now the one and only Nelson Mandela. Hi listener, thank you for being part of this journey. Thank you for listening to Digging Up History. It's time to say goodbye now. Stay tuned for more. <laughs>